Can you hear me now? Yeah, good. Good. Uh, forgot to ask prayer for or my friend. He is getting weaker and weaker. Uh, he's fell three or four times this past week. Uh, it's just a matter of time. So y'all keep him in prayer and Sarah in prayer. I might try to get over tomorrow afternoon to mow the yard because, like I said, it's supposed to rain Friday and Saturday and Sunday, Monday. And so I'll try to get over and do that tomorrow. Uh, H.C. worked me to death today. <laughs> I just wished I could just sit like he does when I'm 86, but I can't even work like him now. I'm telling you, he'd like to kill me. Don't work with him. All I say, don't work with him, because he is a working heaven. And I hurt. <laughs> I hurt bad. Thank you. I hurt bad, bad, bad. <laughs> so, if you give me about 20 minutes, I promise you, 20 minutes. I just I got three short points to give you tonight. Uh, and I think it's something that needs to be said, uh, but I'm not going to put a lot of words to them. It's just, you know, you can take it for what it is, and it's, it just needs to be said. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. Just one verse tonight. and give you three points out of that one verse tonight. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you there, Lord. Thank you for all your mercy and grace and love. Now, Lord, I pray that you help each one of us, Lord. Touch those that need to be touched, Lord. Heal those that need to be healed, if thou will be done. And Father, we'll give you the praise and glory and honor in all things. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I would like to give you three things out of this verse that we just read. I know that we're living in a world that is ever-changing. Just look around. I know there's things that in our life that are ever-changing. We have things that change in our life all the time. And there are some things that's beyond our control that changes. And there are some things that cannot change. And there are some things that you can't prevent from changing. Because they're just, they just can't change. And there are some things that you can't prevent from changing because they're just going to happen. But you know what? There are some things that never change. As we find in the scriptures here that we just read where the Lord said, I change not. And you know there are a lot of things that changes. But God changes not tonight. That we can say He never changes. Regardless of what's going on in my world, what has happened to me, what's going on around me, I can say God never changes. There are some things that never change. 
The scriptures never change. The Bible said in Psalms 119 says, Forever, forever O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Matthew said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The scriptures never change. Then the salvation never changes. Acts 4 said, uh, Neither is there salvation unto other, but there is none other name under heaven whereby man must be saved. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. There's only one way to heaven tonight. And it is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I say his standards never changed. God's standards, God is holy, God is holiness, uh, he never changes. So when you think about that tonight, think about that perspective, there are three reasons why we should not change. And I want to encourage you tonight not to change. So many people in the church world today has dropped their convictions. They have lowered their standards. Or, or they backed up on some areas where they used to stand fast on. Now they no longer stand on those things anymore. I ought to make my mind up. You ought to make your mind up tonight. If we haven't already, by the grace of God, we're just going to not change about anything. Three things out of this scripture, El Malachi. There's a abiding presence there that should encourage us not to change. For I am the Lord. I am telling you tonight, one reason that we should encourage you and I to never change is because we have a presence that is abides with you and I. That never changes. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Uh, and if that's the same, then we ought to always be the same. And we'll never change because of that presence in our life. And that presence ought to encourage you not to ever change. When you think about God, His presence is the same through, uh, through the good times, through the bad times. Uh, it's the same uh, Word of God. His comfort is the same. His Spirit is the same no matter where you're at or where you're going through. Uh, we have a presence that is always with us tonight. No matter what we face in this life, God's presence with us. The abiding presence ought to encourage you uh, to never change. We ought to stay faithful. Amen. Amen. I could preach on that all day long. Staying faithful. Because God is faithful. We ought to stay the same because God was always the same. No matter what He goes through, no matter what we go, we ought to stay the same. He said in Matthew, Lo, I am with you even unto the end of the world. There has been a lot of presence in our lives. Think about all the people you used to know that came into your life. Now they're no longer in your life. 
Some have departed by death. Some have departed or gone away different ways. But there's some people in your life that has changed. Uh, Those presents of your life have been changed. But there is a presence tonight that will never change if you're a child of God, and that is the presence of God in your life. We must remind ourselves the things that we do, we don't do for ourselves, but we do them for other people. We don't do it for self-glory. We don't do them to get a pat on the back or some recognition. But we do it all for the glory and honor of God. We do what we do to honor Him and please Him tonight. We should never change because of abiding presence that's in our life. I thank God for that abiding presence. Sometimes we get all like the Elijah syndrome. Feel like nobody knows, nobody cares what I'm going through, what I'm facing, what I'm dealing with. When you come, you can't live like that. got to move away from that feeling because there is an abiding presence. The longer you wait and the longer you deal in that self-pity party, the longer you deal in that, uh, oh, woe is me, it is harder to get out of that all the time. The longer you stay, the harder it is to move out of that because you have a faithful friend in Jesus Christ that says, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. He's still there. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. We have the abiding presence of God in our lives. We have the abiding promise. He said, for I am the Lord, I change not. If everybody that you and I know changes, God will never change. We live in a day where there's so much compromise. And where there is so much criticism. And even for those that refuse to change, they get criticized because you don't follow everybody else. And that should not shock you. Sometimes I'm shocked by the people that do change. You've known them for years. You've seen what they've done and how they walk and how they live and and the words they talked about and and the actions they did and all of a sudden they back up, they drop down the standards of the Lord and they just went away. I'm shocked at some people that change. But we have someone that never changes. Someone that's going to be faithful to you to the very end. It would have been God. Can I tell you something about the flesh tonight? You can't trust it no matter who's wrapped up in it tonight. Even your own pastor standing, you cannot trust the flesh. But by the grace of God, I don't plan on changing I never plan on backing up or dropping my standards or, or getting uh, compromising the things of God. I don't plan on that. But as long as I'm living in the flesh, I have to deal with it and make sure that I don't change. The Bible said in Proverbs 25, 
It's like a broken tooth. And a foot out of joint, it hurts. It hurts. Putting confidence in man will always let you down. Always. But putting confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, you won't. Man at best is still man. There is someone that we can trust. There's an abiding promise. There's an abiding presence. Uh, no matter who changes in this world, no matter what changes in this world, we serve the one that does not change tonight. He said, I make you a promise tonight. I change not. You know, if God has ever convicted you about something, that conviction still stands today. There are people I know that got convicted 10, 15 years ago about something, but all of a sudden they're saying, I'm not convicted about that. God's convictions does not change. God's standards does not change. What God said is sin then is sin now. God says, I'm not changing, so why are your convictions changing? Why is your standards changing? Because we no longer look for God. We no longer follow after God. If God wanted you to surrender something 15 years ago, God still wants you to surrender that today. No matter what it is, no matter what you're doing. But I find this, let me just say this out, I find this. Most people are going to find a church that allow them to do what they want to do as long as they tithe and come to church. They don't want the standard. They don't want the convictions. They don't want to be held to the Word of God. They just want to feel good about themselves and say, I've got a little dab of do you. I've got a little bit of Christian in my life, but I'm still going to enjoy the things of this world. I'm glad God never changes. We don't, we don't have to wonder whether His Word's going to change. We don't have to get up in the morning and start reading His Word and say, I don't know if God changed his word at all. He, he might have changed something in here. We don't have to worry about the promises of God because they stand forever. The word of God is never changes. The presence of God will never change. There's an abiding presence that encourages us not to change tonight, not to back up, not to drop our standards or our convictions tonight. I know that we, at our very, very best, we still fail God. We're going to strive for cons consistency, trying to make it to the Lord. We strive to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We, we want to go all the way. Christians ought to be trustworthy tonight. Amen. I, 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 I met a lot of Christians in my life, and some I wouldn't give you a plug nickel for. I'm just saying that. Because when you tell me something, I, I, I take it for what you said, and you're telling me the truth. We ought to be faithful to the Word of God. We ought to be faithful to the house of God. 
to the principles of God, the precepts of the Word of God, those things that will uh, uh, be faithful because there's a abiding presence in our life that keeps reminding us, uh, hey, this is my Word. I will not change. My Word will not change. How many people you know in this world does whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it? You can stand true. You can be steadfast. You can stay the course because of the book, God's presence, because it never changes. I, I don't waste my time debating the Word of God. I don't argue with people about the Word of God. When, when you know what is right, there's no need to argue about it. You don't have to defend the truth. You're not secured in it and you want to argue about what you believe in, then you're not secured in what you argue about. The King James Bible doesn't have to be defended. It needs no defense. It's just true. The truth will stand alone. The truth will stand when the world is on fire and burning. The truth will always stand. Everything else falters. A lot of things come and a lot of things go. But the truth stands forever. It stays the same because we have the abiding presence and the abiding promise of God. We have the abiding protection of God. He said, therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. You know why Israel can rest her head at night? No matter how many blood baths, no matter how many times they've gone through trials or tribulations, they can rest their head in knowing that God said, you'll not be consumed. God has given them abiding protection. No matter what this world does. Listen, God is not through with Israel yet. He's not through with the Jewish people yet. You say, well, we're not Israel. We're not Jewish. But the promises that God made in the New Testament is the same thing. He says, uh, uh, you have that abiding protection in your life. What he'd he done for Israel, would he not do it much more for his children and for his church? And you are the church. Wouldn't God do the protection for you the same way? Church is going up, it's not going down. No matter what she looks like, how sick she may be, the good news for the church is there's a better day coming. The rapture will fix all the problems that we have in this world in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. It's all going to be wiped away. God is going to get us out of this world and out of all the sin in this world. And he's going to see the church for what the church is. The world is going to pass away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God 
listen to this, abideth forever. You know, we're, tonight we're in an abiding presence. We have an abiding promise. We have an abiding protection. I, I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if I face. I don't even know if I'm going to be in tomorrow. But I do know who holds my tomorrow. I don't know if what I would face tomorrow. There's nothing that can happen to me that doesn't he doesn't already know about. I, I'm glad that he's in my tomorrow today. We have an abiding presence, an abiding promise, an abiding protection. And it's for those reasons we should never change. So I want to encourage you tonight. Don't change. Don't back up. Don't, uh, don't uh, uh, drop your convictions. I preached it over and over and I'm going to keep preaching it. Just stay the course. Stay true to God. You say, why do you do that? Because it's so easy for Christians to drop their guard, to drop their standards and back up. You say, well, I don't understand. Just go around these, some of these churches and some Christians have just backed up completely. It amazes me to watch someone to come to church Sunday, Sunday night and Wednesday, shout and praise God. And all of a sudden they're not there no more. No longer there. Let me ask you this question. Is there some area in your life, listen to me, I've had to ask myself this, is there some area in your life that you have given into? There's some area in your life that you've dropped your guard down Drop the standards or drop the convictions. What God has convicted you, you say, well, that's just okay. This world, you don't have to go too far to find people that have backed up, dropped down, and lost their convictions. You don't have to go too far. You can just turn on Facebook and you put something on there and a lot, I guarantee you, if you put it on there and tell them you've seen Bigfoot at the mall, I bet you 15 or 20 people agree with you if they saw Bigfoot at the mall too. It don't take much to get people to agree with you. And you hear something that sounds good. Kids, listen to me. If you hear something that sounds good, it, it looks good, uh, all the other kids are doing it, you ought to make sure it goes with the Word of God. Don't trust what man says. Take it and apply it to the Word of God. And God says, no, that's not right. Then stay with the Word of God. No matter who they are. No matter what they say. Because it's so easy. Back up, drop your standards, because the rest of the world is doing it. Listen, you, it's not how many people agree with you, not how many people agree with me. I, I, I know that. It's, does my life agree with God 
and what the book says. Who are you trying to please in the end? Who are you trying to make happy in the end? Whose approval are you seeking for? We, we like to have the approval of people around us. We seek to get the approval of people around us. Our friends we want approval with. I, 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 we want people to like us. And that's that. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, at the end of time, who are you really trying to please in this world? It's not the world's stamp of approval that you'll need on your life. You don't need the stamp of approval of me or anybody else. But you sure need the stamp of approval of God in your life. And the only way that you can get that, the only way that God's going to approve your life, if you never change. Don't change your dress standards. Don't change your music standards. Don't change what the world says is all right to do. Stick with what God has said to do. Don't change in this world because it looks good. Trust in God. We ought to be encouraged not to back up tonight. We ought to be encouraged not to change from the God's precepts and standards of His Word. Well, they ain't be encouraged if God says, I change not, then we ought to make the same statement. I change not. I'm standing on the truth of the Word of God and I'm not backing up. I don't care how many people hate me. I don't care what the world says about me. I am not changing. And I'm not going to lower my standards either. How many of y'all lowered your standards? There's a lot of people have lowered their standards. But to stay true to God. Stay true to God. I'm telling you, church, it's easier to change. It's easier to change. Because we drift away from the Word of God. We drift away from the house of God. It's easier to change. You stay true to course. You stay faithful to the house of God. You stay faithful to the Word of God. You will change not. You can say, I will not change.